This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Sharing with us very briefly a theme that says it's the Lord's battle. It's the Lord's battle. Hallelujah. It's the Lord's battle. And I just want to start uh, with a recall of, um, of, of something that um, a, a colleague shared with me some time ago. He said he was traveling from one point um, to the other on a journey. Of course, he was, was flying. And the plane entered into a serious, very serious turbulence. I know for those of us who have experienced turbulence in the, in the air, it's, 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 it's a different thing entirely. Of course, people will be praying, shouting, you know, afraid, fear will catch, you know, we just written on the faces of the people and there was just commotion here and there. And he said he tried to be calm, he tried to be calm. But in the midst of his calmness, he now saw somebody seated by his side who was calmer than him in the midst of that trouble. So when the whole thing subsided, he now took liberty to ask this is a fellow you know, passenger or co-traveler to say, I, I, I just observed that you are you know, unperturbed, you are, you know, it appears that thing didn't touch you. What was the secret behind it? And said the man looked at him and said, well, I, there's no need to be afraid. In the first instance, I don't know why we are in God's territory. Because when you live where we are comfortable and we flew up there and we found ourselves in God, God's territory, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> is, is it not that we have, we have gone beyond our boundary to even appear in God's, God's territory to start with? Praise the Lord. You know, why, am I, why did I bring that up? There are certain things that, you know, are so prerogative of God. Hallelujah. There are certain things that are just, you know, meant for God and not for us, even though we are the crea creation of his, of, of his hands. Hallelujah. And but because we as human beings, we, even as believers, we have fear creeps in regularly. You know, the word afraid creeps in regularly. And a lot of times, that which we are not supposed to do, or that which we are supposed to just relax and hand over unto God, we take our time to struggle and to, to compete with God. Hallelujah. And to fight the fights that, not, that are not ours. Praise the Lord. Even as, as, as believers. Hallelujah. And this, this obviously has impact upon our lives. It, 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 it has impact on the, on the journey, you know, uh, 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 of destiny that God has created us even to follow in life. Praise the Lord. For Bible scholars, there are so many places where God has said, this is within my remit. This is within my position. Hallelujah. And for those of us who have taken time to study the life and times and the history, of the Israelites, we, we will see how God had taken them from one point to the other. How he told them, the battle is mine. I just need to fight this battle for you. 
how when they go to different places, right, right from the beginning, really, the kind of forces that they faced, the kind of circumstances that they found themselves, they had little or no control in whatsoever form. So they had to just allow and rely in, on God to do that which is supposed to do. Praise the Lord. And there are few passages that we just want to, you know, uh, uh, make reference or references to uh, 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 in, this, in, this, in this message, you know, of today. And Christ tried to also emphasize that in his teaching. Praise the Lord. He says somewhere that when, you know, somebody slap you on one cheek, he says you turn the other cheek. Praise the Lord. Because he knows that the battle is not for you. The battle is that of the Lord. Essentially, when you have, you know, surrendered yourself unto God. Hallelujah. He came in for the Israelite because the Bible described them as his firstborn. Amen. It described the, ch the children of Israel as his firstborn. And so while should the firstborn of the Egyptians be at peace? when his own firstborn were under, you know, un 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 unnecessary danger. Praise the Lord. And so, it, no wonder he did what he needed to do to ensure that, you know, they were protected at all times. Praise the Lord. Sorry, um, I understand there's a black Nissan um, registration number LM17. Um, we just need you, your attention outside very briefly. LM17DWF. Just um, if you, if that car belongs to you, please, if you don't mind, to just um, step out to repack the, the car. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, so it, it's, these are the things that Christ himself had taught, taught us. It was Peter that was asking me in Matthew chapter 18 that how long do I need to, you know, relax? How long do I need to, uh, uh, to, to, to exercise patience when somebody wrongs me? And it says 70 times 7. Praise the Lord. So in all of these teaching, teachings, we are being told that we need to relax. Hallelujah. And let God take control. Let go and let God. But for many of us, we, we've chosen our battles. We've chosen our fight. For a small thing, for a big thing, we've chosen to fight our battles. There are so many families, even from where I come from, I know every globally, really, where generations, three, four, five generations behind, certain things happened, and they are still carrying those battles till today. Hallelujah. To the extent that when somebody, the young ones want to marry, and they say, no, you cannot marry for that, from that family. Why? Because of certain things that the progenitors have done in the past. Even when Christ has come, even when the Bible has told us that the times of unknown, God has winked at but he now commands every one of us to repent. So how long are we going to hold on to those grudges? How long are we going to hold on to things that are not within our remit? Things that we don't have any control over? And you know, people of God, because of the human nature that we have, we only learn by compulsion to hold off certain things that we don't have control over. But what the Bible is saying, little things, big things, as long as you have given yourself unto Christ, let's go, let's go and let God. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. 
There's a wonderful story in 1 Samuel chapter 25 when David was going to do his own thing. You know, a certain man, uh, a Nabal, had wronged him. And of course, for those of us who are familiar with the story, Nabal belongs to, to, to a group of, of, um, of, 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 of those, you know, high in the society. Those, you know, that uh, they, 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 they are not commoners in any way. He was rich. And as far as he was concerned, while should a, 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 a slave, while should somebody running away from his master, why should he approach me, you know, for food and for anything? Hallelujah. So in that anger, David rose and was going to avenge of himself. When the Bible is clear, Romans 12 verse 19 says, Avenge not yourself, but rather give the with wrath. It says, vengeance is mine. That is what is written. But David chose to do the fighting by himself. And he went, thank God for a woman. Hallelujah. Thank God for a woman. And so Abigail, the wife of Nabal, got to know. And she intervened. Hallelujah. And she intervened and said some pleasing words unto David. Hallelujah. That made David to turn back from that which he should have, he wanted to do. But as we will see later, the Lord indeed did the fighting. The Lord indeed, you know, he did what he was meant to do. Hallelujah. That is the position that many of us are in today. The need for us to be able to allow God, you know, to do what he's meant to do. And to just con continue to face our own lifestyles. Hallelujah. That could be one of the reasons why, why Brocola is, is, is looking so sharp and uh, so calm and cool and collected today. Hallelujah. You know, because it takes away the worries of your life. And if you all remember what happened to Jacob in, in, in Genesis chapter 47. Genesis chapter 47. Jacob was introduced to, uh, 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 to Pharaoh. And the question, you know, the king asked him is, how old are you, sir? Praise the Lord. How old are you? Hallelujah. And, and of course, there was a response, you know, uh, 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 from Jacob on that. Because he, he couldn't just, from, from, from that explanation, he couldn't just understand what, the, he couldn't reconcile the face on the look of Jacob with the circumstances around him, with the age that, that you know, he, 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 he mentioned. In verse 7 of Genesis 47, the Bible says, And Joseph brought in Jacob his father and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Verse 8 says, And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How hold art thou? Let's, let's hear what he says. And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, the days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Hallelujah. We know Jacob and what he stands you know, for and what he represents in the lineage of, of the Israelite. Hallelujah. But in spite of that, right from the time he was in the womb, 
All through this period, it was one battle or the other. He fought so many battles, and by the time he got certain age, he looked much older than what the way he should be looking. And that prompted this pharaoh to ask him, how old are you, sir? Praise the Lord. And when I did further study, I realized that indeed he died at age 130. You know, Abraham died at 175, and Isaac died at 180. Praise the Lord. He did so much. He wrestled so much. He took on so much battles, even battles that are meant to be done by God, right from his birth, by, by the way he was destined. By the way, they, they, even right from the time that the mom helped him, it was struggle, it was battle. And to the extent that by the time he got to a certain age, the thing weighed so much on him and on his outlook, on his personalities, on his ambience. Praise the Lord. So mentally, psychologically, spiritually, we are weighed down each time we are confronted with certain things, and we decide not to allow God to take charge. We decide not to allow God to fight those battles. We decide on our own that we want to do the fighting rather than for us to allow God to do the fighting. Praise the Lord. And a lot of times things happen to us. We are threatened in our places of work. Our businesses, I mean, are threatened. Sometimes it's within the family circle. Sometimes among the circle of friends. Certain things are threatening our existence in life. And you feel that it's by your own taking your pound of flesh or by your own action that, you know, you attain victory. The victory belongs to God. Deliverance and victory, Bible says, belongs unto God. So the earlier we allow to let go and let God, the better for our lives, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, physically. Because if you don't do that, you don't, you don't you know, devote your time to do certain other things. Some of us can keep grudges eh? till, till eternity. You say, I do just want to talk to him again or to her again. Even, even, even in between a husband and wife. Praise the Lord. I'm sure we listen to different, different stories, you know, essentially when we attend family, uh, marriage seminars and all this stuff. To say, I don't want to talk to him. Praise the Lord. I recall, you know, one of the cases where, 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 the, where the, the friction between the husband and the wife, for days they were not talking to each other. And of course, the, the husband had an important assignment. So what he did was to write a small note to the wife to say, please wake me up at 5 a.m. And the wife did exactly what, what he asked him to do. By the 5 a.m., the wife just wrote, please wake up, put by his, put by, by his, by his, by his pillow side. Praise the Lord. She did what she was supposed to do. Hallelujah. So we need to be conscious of the fact that we, we loosen out each time we decide to pick on a battle that belongs. There are some of those battles that there's no way. If you decide to enter into them, it's like you are entering into a boiling water. You'll be consumed. 
you'll be consumed. So, but we need to learn to allow God, you know, uh, uh, to take absolute control. Praise the Lord. And our, and our story will not, you know, end if we don't take time to see what happened in, 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 in Chronicles, in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, which is, which is where we're actually, you know, uh, uh, going today. Second, Second Chronicles, chapter 20. <clears throat> And we just want to read, in, actually right from the very, right from the very first, uh, uh, first verse. Okay, chapter 20. You can please um, put on the, on the screen if you're there. Okay. Bible says from verse 1 that it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, I'm not sure we remember those, those two sets. These were, you know, uh, 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 offsprings of, of Lot's, you know, uh, incense with the daughters. And with them, other, other, other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Uh, this is what I call a, a co co coalition, coalition force against people of Israel. Hallelujah. And there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria. And behold, they that in Hazazon Tamar, which is Engedi, praise the Lord. And Bible says in verse 3, and Jehoshaphat feared. Who will not fear when the, the coalition forces, you know, uh, 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 rise up against you? And set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judea. Praise the Lord. Fear. First, the coalition forces rose against him and against the Israelite. And people came with the, with, the, with the message, with the bad news to say, these people are threatening. They have come. And the Bible says, the man, you know, fear came upon him. Hallelujah. Fear came upon him. And that fear caught him between faith. Hallelujah. It, it was caught him between faith and fear. And when that happens, this issue of trust evaporates, except God help you. Because this is a war you can see physically coming in front of you. Even though you're a man of faith. But that, you know, faith will be shaken by the fear that comes in. And trust will disappear if only momentarily. Hallelujah. And so, it, they came against him, and because of the fear that rose in him, that pushed him to seek the face of God. That pushed him to seek, to seek the face of God. And he called the Israelites together to look for strategy on how to fight. But thank God for the Spirit of God. Thank God for God. Because God responded clearly to him that, Jehoshaphat, this is not your battle. This is my battle. And God is saying that to very many of us here today. I don't know the battle that you are facing. I don't know what is coming in front of you. But God is saying to us that that fear that has come, please disregard it. Let your faith be strengthened. Let your trust be deepened. Because indeed, that battle belongs to the Lord. 
for some, you've gotten doctor's report, and they've given you just very few more days or weeks to live because they said that cancer or whatever ailment has gone to an advanced stage. Hallelujah. And what do you do? Fear comes in. But God is saying to us that irrespective of what doctor says or what they have said, the battle belongs to God. This is not your fight. It is my fight. Hallelujah, says the Lord. Amen. There are challenges that we face. One of our brethren, you know, got himself, you know, uh, arrested by the immigration. And he was in the deportation, he was in the camp, you know, it's, it's the plane being awaited, being prepared. And the only thing he could do was to just hand over unto God. And the Lord came for him. The following day was meant to be deported. The same officer that was working on his case was the one that came to bless him, to work strategy around him for his stay. And this was like 12, 13 years ago. He's still in the UK as we speak. Praise the Lord. There are battles that you only need to surrender unto God and to allow God to do what he's meant to do. For some of us, it's not places of work. Some people don't just like your face. They just don't want to see you any longer. Hallelujah. And we've listened to testimonies where God turns around the situation. If whoever wants you out, it was, will be the one out, and you now come to take his position. That can be human effort. That can be human wisdom. That can be human power. It can only be by God. So if God has done it in the past, is still available to do it today. Just like Jehoshaphat did, you only need to call on his name and to surrender all unto him. And let's see what he will do. We have a hardware, you know, a panel as you know, recommended, you know, that somebody be dismissed and one of the panel members will be the one that will work to overturn that, that decision. Praise the Lord. We've witnessed, we've experienced all of these things. God still remains God. He has not changed. Not in any way, not in any form, not in any shape. And the same God will do our battles and will fight our battles for us in the name of Jesus. He says, be still and know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. So he will face the congregation. Rather than to allow the fear to you know, overwhelm him, he called the congregation. And what did they do? They entered into the presence of God. And that happened because God's presence was called to the situation. They called unto God's presence. In verse 6, the Bible says he, he, he blessed God. He called God the names that belong to God. He, he, he presented his argument before God. Somewhere in Job says we should present an argument he presented his argument before God. Hallelujah. And God had no choice but to come even to their rescue. Hallelujah. May God help us in the name of Jesus. So in verse, in verse, in verse, in verse, you know, uh, 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 in verse 6 from verse 15, he says, Thus said the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. 
Hallelujah. For the battle is not yours, but God's. When Abigail was responding to David, she mentioned that you have been fighting God's battles, which established the fact that indeed God has some battles. God has some battles that he does fight. And so God he himself is saying here to us that, you know, indeed this battle is not ours. It is God. And because of that presence of God, because of the, of the response of God, God now gave a strategy of how to go about it. Because without that, you don't have the strategy downloaded. You just go into a battle blindly and you lose very blindly. Praise the Lord. And it says in verse 16, it says, Tomorrow go ye down against them, and behold, they come up by the cliff of seas. He began to give them revelation. He began to give them strategy. He began to explain to them how the battle will be, how it will be fought, how it will be won. And at the end of the day, the Bible, Bible says, all the coalition forces were defeated, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. Hallelujah. All the coalition forces were destroyed. And the Bible says, Jehoshaphat enjoyed his reign and had rest round about. So for one of the secrets of long life is to have rest round about. One way to have rest round about is learn to learn to trust everything unto God and stop doing it your own way. Stop fighting your own battle because the battle belongs to God. The only reason why you should be afraid of fear is if you have not yourself given yourself unto God. Because if you are not of God, it will be difficult for God to fight for you. Praise the Lord. So focus on him. Seek for his presence. Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added automatically. It's buy one, get all free. Praise the Lord. God was in Joshua's battle. In all the moves of the Israelites, it was there for them. And it was there with them. We all remember the victory they had when they, when they got to Jericho. The Jericho, the, the Jericho walls, from description, it says it's about 12 feet tall and 8 feet wide. A wall that is 8 to, eight feet, to the extent that within that wall, you know, width, there are rooms inside. Rooms inside the walls and has windows so that they could see whoever is coming as an enemy from far. But you as an enemy cannot see them. So easily they can actually do their hammery or whatever from inside against the enemies. So there was no way, you know, somebody physical, however, whether you are Goliath or not, could come to enter into that city or to defeat them. But God gave his people victory. Hallelujah. I want us to be like David. David that encountered Goliath and, 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 and boasted in the Lord that you have, you have come, you know, you are fighting against a living God. Hallelujah. 
such that when we encounter such situation, when we are in that kind of situation, it doesn't matter what people are saying to us. It doesn't matter how, 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 how the depth of that situation. What we should see should be a God that is bigger than that challenge, than that problem. And that's the only way we could say, God, this is what I'm facing. But I know the battle belongs to you. It is not mine. It is no longer mine. Because there's no way in the physical, there's no way in the spiritual you could conquer. Because you are standing against people, not, of, not only people of influence, but people of power. People that have said to you, oh, it will be over my dead body. People that have pursued you so much in the spiritual realm, from the village, right, wherever you are, they still can see you there. People that have vowed that you will not become somebody in life. People that have made, you know, that's one that as long as they are alive, you will not become the head of this department. You know, people, people, they, 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 there's conspiracy in all places. Either by your race, by color, by the way you speak, by the way you appear. It could be by anything. They just said, no, it's, it's, this is not for you. But what they don't know is that you have a God behind you. Who is not only powerful, but spiritual to take on anyone that is standing against you. Elijah destroyed 450 prophets of Baal. If, if he was facing them physically, there was no way he could have attained victory. But God gave him victory because God was bigger than the situation at the point in hand. And same God is here today to give us victory. And he gave us victory in the name of Jesus. So it doesn't matter what anybody is saying. It doesn't matter what they've done. As long as you are there, fear goes away. Because in respect of what is happening, you are there and God is there for you. And because you've surrendered all unto him, he knows that indeed he must fight your battle. And that's, that's for, for those who have time to study the, 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 how the prophets of God so survived. That, that's, that's the secret. They spend time with God. And so God must do anything that concerns them. And that was why Elisha could stay where he was and he could see what was happening in other towns, in other places. Praise the Lord. Our God has no limits. He, he, he extends his power to anywhere, to wherever it can be. So learn to trivialize things, to trivialize things that are not that are not important. Even things that you know you have control, things that you don't have control, learn to hand him over to God. Bible says the Lord is a man of war. His name is Lord. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. God bless the media. When I saw that um, that flyer and the and the military might, they I said, Yes, this is <laughs> the Lord is a man of war. Hallelujah. And those of us in those days in man of war, we know we try to justify that with the with that passage. His name is Lord. He remains the same. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us 
in the name of Jesus. Even as we continue in our Christian faith, even as we, as we continue, even to ensure that indeed we, we, we attain our victory the God's way. Even when the enemy is pressing harder, even when the situation is becoming overwhelming, even when the water seems to be sweeping our feet, but just know that indeed God will be God. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Shall we rise on our feet? Just want us to go before God this moment. I know sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to let go and to let God. But when we do, when we hold all those things within ourselves, when we refuse to let go, we are harming ourselves. We are not helping the situation. Because what we are telling God is that we can do our fights, our fight in our battles by ourselves. And God is saying, just go ahead and face your battle. Since you think you are competent, you are powerful enough to do the fighting. I don't know to what extent we have been concerned individually. But I want us to go before God this morning, even as our eyes are closed and to ask for the mercies of God Almighty in all ways that we have been doing our battles ourselves, in all ways that we have refused to let go and let God, in all ways that we have been taking the battles to the, to the gate of the enemies ourselves. Just like Jehoshaphat, I want us to repent today and to ask for the mercies of God. And as we do so, want us to go before God. Bible says Ezekiah faced similar challenge. He got a letter of war from coalition forces. And he presented the letter to God to say, God, they have written this letter to you and not to me. Because I'm just a man. I can do nothing. And the Lord came for, fought for Ezekiah and he attained victory. The Lord came for David. He came for Elijah. He came for Peter while in prison. And the, and the, and, and the gate of the, the entire place was shaking. And the angel of the Lord led him out of that prison. He says we are his workmanship. We are the people of his hand. He said he has grieving horse on the, on, on the palms of his hands. And our walls are continually before him. He said, in him we have our being, we have our move. Now we should surrender everything unto him. The battle of the Egyptians, the battle that we face physically, the sin and unseen forces against us. Want us to lift them before God right now, even after asking for mercies. And turn them over unto God and say, God, please take control of my situation. I don't know what you are facing, but it's a good time to plead the blood of Jesus and to present your case before God. To say, God, please have mercy on me. Come straight into my battle and fight my battles for me. I'm a man. I have limited power. There's nothing I can do as a person. But I know you are not only omnipotent, you are omniscience, O oh Lord, and you are omnipresent. 
please come into my battles, O God, and fight my battles for me, O Lord, that I will remain focused on you, that indeed I will live a life filled with your, with, with your peace, that I will enjoy the peace of God throughout my life, I'll be able to fulfill my destiny and my purpose in life. In the name of Jesus, Father, we honor you. Lord, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, mighty Father. adventure as even our hearts remain closed, Proadventure, you are here today in the auditorium. You have not at any point in time given your life to Christ. Even as we, our hearts remain closed, it's a good time to come before God to say, Lord Jesus, I surrender unto you. So if you have not given your life at any point or you have given it but you have backslided, it's time to see reconciliation with God Almighty. So if you belong to that category and you want us to pray together with you, please just lift your right hand. If you want to just surrender unto God, you have not surrendered before, and you want to give your life fully unto God for God to take control. I want us to pray with you at this moment. Please just lift your right hand so that we can pray together. And the Lord indeed will take absolute control. The Lord will do the fightings for you. And you will hold your peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, we honor you one more time. We glorify your holy name. We lift and we surrender unto you, O Lord. We ask that you please fight our battles, O Lord. That we're able to hold our peace to the glory of your name and to the shame of the devil. Thank you, mighty Father. Glory be to your holy name. For we pray in the name of Jesus. For we pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, church. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydentabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.